You're listening to Family VC presented by RunTheMoney.com on the Dad Devotionals Network. Get tips on family finance, career, and growing a family business. Join other devoted dads at DadDevotionals.com slash subscribe. Now here's today's episode. Hey there, Dad. Do you want a job you can do online? What about a way to bring in some extra money for the family? If so, check out PaidToWrite.co. That's PaidToWrite.co. You can write articles, blog posts, social media posts, reviews, and more. Go to PaidToWrite.co, click on the video, and Sarah will be happy to tell you how to get started. PaidToWrite.co. Go there now. Do you want to finally take control of your time and money? Are you tired of living paycheck to paycheck? Well, my guest today can help you get there. Time to take some notes. His name is Kellen Klein. Kellen and his wife, Brittany, founded The Savvy Couple, a family finance blog that makes personal finance approachable, fun, and easy to understand. And that is not easy to do, folks. Trust me, I know. Their mission at The Savvy Couple is to help families take complete control over their time and money, fast track their financial freedom, and create a life they love. Now, since 2016, they've been doing this to the tune of having more than 5 million readers visiting the savvy couple to learn how to budget, save money, make extra money, which is so crucial right now, pay off debt, buy their first home, invest, and reach all of their financial goals. Now, Kellen joins me today to discuss how we can deal with our finances in a way that honors God and also how to start our own extra income stream. Kellen, welcome to Family VC, presented by RunTheMoney.com. It's so great to have you, brother. Thank you. What an awesome intro. Oh, no problem at all. So let's let's start with this. Tell us about yourself and your family. Sure. Uh, so I'm 32 years old. My wife is, uh, her birthday's right around the corner, actually, a couple of days. Um, we've been high school sweethearts since ninth grade. And uh, yeah, we have two daughters. One is four years old, and the other one just turned a year and a half. Um, so they keep us, keep us busy. And uh, yeah, we run the Savvy Couple full-time, and I'd love to jump into the story and, and share anything you, you have questions on. Yeah, but let's let's start with that. So so tell us about your testimony, <clears throat> excuse me, and then the, the genesis behind the Savvy Couple. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I said, my wife and I are high school sweethearts. We started dating ninth grade, and we went to college together. Um, we both had this, this dream and this vision. She'd be a teacher. I'd be a, a um, road patrol officer you know, taking care of bad guys, driving cars fast. And I, I went on a ride along when I was 15, fell in love with that service of work. Um, and it just became like my passion. Like I'm going to do everything I possibly can to become a road patrol deputy. So got out of college. Um, I graduated with a bachelor's degree in business and business always fascinated me. I always had side hustles going on, uh, earning extra income here and there. Um, got into sales. I lasted, I think a week and a half and I ended up quitting. It was just horrible. Couldn't do the cold calling to people. Um, Got hired by UPS, did a season with them, and then got let go. I tried doing drop shipping full time, which failed. And then I finally got, I thought, in my dream career in law enforcement as a jail deputy, which would be a stepping stone to road patrol. Um, and I did that. It was it was great the first year. And then reality set in that this is just not where I was supposed to be, where God wanted me to be. Um, <clears throat> it was at the time. Um, and it was just a a really good learning experience to to listen to the Lord, and um, I was I, I fell into a really deep depression um, because my whole identity kind of got scraped from me after I realized that 
uh, you know, law enforcement and going to the road patrol was not what I wanted for me and my family, my future family. We didn't have any kids at the time. Um, and I really hated other people telling me how to live my life and and when to come into work and forced overtime. So yeah, really fell into this really dark, scary depression that I felt completely stuck, almost no hope. Um, and I just, I was at like a breaking point and I, I used to listen to, I still do listen to Christian music, klove.com. Um, and there's just one shift before the shift. I was listening to a song called We Believe by Newsboys and it was going through the song and I was getting emotional, listening to it. And all of a sudden there's a police officer that shows up, that's praying hands up in the air. And that hit me like a ton of bricks and it literally and physically brought me to my knees. And I, I accepted the Lord again in my life. Um, cause I kind of distanced myself from him through this really difficult time. And it's hard to talk about. It was such a transformational thing and just the weight of the, the world lifted off my shoulders. I, I just knew that this is where I was supposed to be at this time and that my wife was going to find a teaching job and we had our mortgage and I just felt so much weight and it was just gone. Um, my depression instantly gone. I just felt numb. Like it was the most freeing, incredible feeling and thing I've ever been a part of. Um, and from that moment on, I just became this, this glowing light within the jail as a jail deputy and people knew it. Um, they could tell, you know, they were coming up asking, are you Christian? Like out of nowhere, um, never asked me before I was there for three years. Um, so I was able to kind of share that light for six months with the inmates, with the different, uh, jail deputies, my coworkers. And then luckily my wife got a teaching job. So she was able to become the sole breadwinner and I was able to quit that job and, and start our, our blog full time, um, and go, you know, into online business. So that's kind of my long winded, uh, testimony, but I definitely wanted to share it. And it's, uh, it's something that, you know, God will put you in a spot and, and kind of, you know, let you go through the different motions and, and it's okay to like go through these troughs and, and valleys. And that's really where he builds you up and, and gives you, you know, the glory and, and helps you, uh, kind of deliver your message to other people. So, yeah. Thank you for sharing that, man. Because there's so many guys that that listen to this that I know that are are in that struggle that you were in, right? I mean, they are yeah. deep into it. And the last two years, two and a half years really didn't help matters, right? right. So they're in the midst of it and they want to get to the other side. So really quick before we continue here, what what's your, you know, one minute message to them? You know, give them that inspiration that you now have. And, you know, can you be a light to them here in, in, in this in this moment? uh, to, um, as you were in the jail. Right. Um, yeah, I think it goes back to just trusting the Lord and realizing that he's putting you in a season for a reason. He's building you up stronger. Um, and no matter what, there's always hope to hold on to. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel, everything. If you're going through depression, anxiety, whatever it may be through this difficult time with COVID, um, stuck at a job, you know, just stressed out of your mind with work and family, um, just hold on to that hope and realize that everything is temporary. Um, even our life is temporary. So there's always light at the end of the tunnel and just keep pushing through and, and following God and, and everything will work out the way it's supposed to. Amen, brother. Thank you. It's it's really in that struggle where he, you know, the iron sharpens iron. He's he's that's where you find the diamond in, in the in the rough. You know, you got to be sure. tried by fire, you got to be tried by the pressure. And then you're a testament to what uh, God can do with you if, if you're willing to go through it. And, and coming out on the other side, and it's just a beautiful, and then you, a beautiful story. And then you come back and you just keep pointing back to him, right? Yeah. Because, Hey, this is how he led me out. So for sure. Thank you so much for that. Absolutely. Um, but let's talk money. Okay. Cause that's, that's sure. really important right now, especially we're, we're recording this in August. It's going to come out sometime in September. 
But I, I don't think the inflation thing is going to be changing anytime soon, especially right. given the, the rest of this year. So how can we better manage our finances in a way that honors God in this time? And then how can we, you know, in that maybe speak to the concept of stewardship and how we can be better stewards of the money that God gives us? Yeah, I think it's important um, for all of us to to take good financial care of our money. Um, at the end of the day, it's God's money and he's blessing us with it. So it's important right. to, no matter what situation you're in, always be tithing and giving back, even whether it's your money or your time. Um, you can do both in a, in a tithing way. So, um, I think it's really coming down to, uh, with all this inflation is like cash is king right now. Um, mm. so have that emergency built up, you know, really stick to a budget and figure out what, you know, it, are the essentials, you know, you, you need your house over your head, you need food on the table. Um, you, you know, you need a car to transport to work and, and back. Um, so make sure those things are taken care of. And then we've always, we've kind of gone through this, um, financial journey. Me and my wife, we, we walked out of student loan debt with, I think, 40,000. Uh, we ended up paying it all off very quickly um, through our side hustle, through our blog. And I think what we learned through that is because we cut back a ton, like we were eating ramen noodle and like whatever we can do to save, we're going to save and put it towards the debt, um, which was an awesome journey. But at the same time, if we were to focus instead of on saving money to making more money, um, it's it's so much more powerful. You can cut back your budget as much as you want and you start kind of cutting back your happiness and your fulfillment um, and what you're able to do with an impact with others. And if you focus on more of the making money, you can have such a bigger impact on not only your own life, but other people's lives as well. Yeah, no. So, you know, in that, you, I, I it got me thinking about tithing, especially at a time like this. You think about the story in the Bible where the woman comes with like her last two coins and she still gives it, uh, you know, to the church no matter what. Uh, what, what's your, just a quick take before we take a break here. What, what do you want to say about, you know, giving back even amidst in times of trouble in our lives? Yeah, I think it goes back to trust in the Lord and, and, uh, making sure that you are still, you know, focusing your money on giving back and, and giving God the glory. So, um, even in times like this, this is where people really get tested with their faith. Um, sure. as far as, you know, giving back to the church and giving back to people in need, um, with your time and money. So, um, it's always important to to keep the focus on God and people can get really attached to money. And that's kind of what rules the world. And I think tithing is such a good job of, you know, making sure that we're focused on the right thing. Absolutely, man. I couldn't agree more. Um, especially when, you know, you consider that money is, you know, they, it says that money is the root of all evil, but really it's money should be used as a tool. Correct. I mean, it should be used as a tool to that. We are stewards of that. We help our families. We help those in need. Um, and it's really about, repurposing the gift that God gives us, gives us for others. So I, I appreciate you saying that. All right. So let's take a moment to thank our sponsors. When we come back, we're going to chat more with Kellen about the personal finance website he runs with his wife. And that site is The Savvy Couple. We will be right back, folks. Dad, do you need a website for your ministry or business? American Web Creations is a web design and digital marketing specialist that helps small business owners grow their business. Whether it's building a new website, helping to get found on search engines, or simply managing all the moving parts of the digital world, American Web Creations makes it easy by handling everything in one place. If you're a swamped business owner and need a little digital relief, go to daddevotionals.com web for discounted pricing. That's daddevotionals.com web. Go there now. All right, we're back with Kellen Klein. He's the co-owner of The Savvy Couple, a family business he started with his wife, Brittany. All right, 
I want to ask you this, and you've kind of alluded to it a little bit already, but I want to directly ask you, how does your Christian faith influence your business? I uh, think greatly. Uh, we we actually have the the motto that God is our CEO. So everything that we do is kind of, you know, towards him and, and making sure that we're giving him the glory and, and building up his kingdom. Um, at the end of the day, you know, we want to take care of ourselves and reach financial freedom early, but it's not just for us. It's uh, so that we have more time and money to impact and give to others. So we kind of use our platform, our blog and our YouTube channel that we've been growing to share personal finance tips and tricks on how to, you know, fast track financial freedom and take care of your money. But at the same time, we interweave our story and my testimony and, and everything um, to make sure that it's all pointed back to God as well. Oh, that's wonderful. I love to hear that because I mean, a lot of times, you know, like you said earlier before the break, there's so much of a focus on the money, on the financial freedom, especially in that space that it can become almost like an idol. I know there were there were times when I when I was subject to that. I mean, I was just so focused on the money. I forgot why am I doing this? Who am I actually serving here? Well, I'm supposed Absolutely. to be serving God. I'm supposed to be serving His people. And um, you know, there are many times when I when I took my focus off of that, and you know, my 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 outlook, my my mindset, uh, my business suffered as as a result of it. When you took that, you took your eye off the off the true prize. So I yeah, I, I can. That. I can totally relate to that. I mean, I'm I'm someone that loves the numbers and loves diving into like forecasts and, and what our stocks are going to do and all that stuff. And yeah. uh, at the end of the day, it is good to kind of have a wake up call and be like, why am I doing this? And, and at the end of the day, it's for God. Absolutely. Well, speaking of numbers, let, let's talk numbers. Um, and, you know, it's as much as you're comfortable sharing, but um, as a, as this family VC show, it's it's new on, on the Dad Devotionals podcast, as it evolves. I want to get into some of the numbers with folks because I think it's important. It's important to understand what, what it takes to get to certain levels. So how long did it take you to reach, like, consider the $1,000 level, 5000 10000 What did it look like in terms of the time you spent working on your business? How much time per day? Can you give us like a ballpark idea of the different levels that you worked up to? Yeah. So blogging is definitely a business. I, I love it. It's content creation business. Basically, um, you're promoting and, and uh, other products and services through our content and, and providing value and answering people's questions. So uh, it's a big, big learning curve, especially if you've never done it before. Um, me and my wife, we had no kids at the time. It was the perfect timing, God's timing again, um, okay. where we could pour our heart and soul into it. We were both working full time and we worked weekends, nights, uh, holidays for nine months straight and made not a penny. Um, and we're just, we just love to learn and like share our story and share budgeting tips at the time. Um, but then after that ninth month, we made $50 from a sponsor that came in and said, Hey, we want to sponsor a post. And, uh, that's actually when I went to her and said, Hey, I want to quit my job and do this full time. Um, so after the nine months, um, I quit, I got a digital marketing job. So I always think, when you're starting a business, starting a, most likely most uh, a business, when you're starting a business, you want to have it start as a side hustle and then prove that you can make money with it and then turn it into a business. So we were proven that we can make money with the side hustle. And I also took up freelance work through digital marketing. And I was also teaching um, on VIP kid, which is teaching Chinese students English. Um, nice. And I, I have dyslexia, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Um, and they pay pretty good. So there's tons of like freelancing opportunities. And then as far as like making money, um, I was able to replace my income pretty quickly through the freelancing work. And then at, at one point I said, well, you know, I can, I'm making good money doing this, but I really want to grow the business. So I actually quit doing all freelance work and dove into the business. Um, and within 
I'd say a year and a half to two years, we were making, you know, a couple thousand dollars a month. And then by year two, we turned it into a six figure business. Um, and that's when my wife was able to quit her job as well. Um, so it definitely takes time, but with, you know, business, you know, it starts off as a slow grind, slow grind. Then it's just, you know, that rocket ship that takes off. Um, and you kind of get blessed for all your hard work and dedication. Yeah. So what were your expenses, like your personal expenses at the time and, and business? Cause I mean, there's obviously some yeah. business expenses to run it. <laughs> what were they at the time when, you know, around the nine month time and then like 18 months, like what were you looking at here that, uh, the income you needed to replace at least in the beginning? Yeah. Um, so we, I, we've always been very good at like living off of one income. So at the time uh, we were living off just my wife's income, which I might've been $3,000 a month or $4,000 a month. Um, I can't remember back a long time ago. Yeah. Sure. Um, sure. yeah. And, uh, so I, anything that I made was kind of just icing on the cake to help us pay off the debt and, and put money away, stash money, a nest egg away. So, um, I really only needed, a anything that I made was, was icing on the cake really. So there was nothing too pressing, which was uh, a big, you know, weight lift off my shoulders again, where we could live off that income. Um, but personal expenses, we were able to, this is back in 2016, we were able to live off like $3,000 a month. And that included our mortgage. Um, we owned a house at the time, our food, everything. Um, and we really cut back to pay off the debt. Um, that's definitely ballooned now with two girls and a bigger house and um, some lifestyle inflation that we've tried to, to push back on. But, um, yeah, uh, we were able to cut back expenses quite a bit. So sure, it worked out sure. well. Uh, talk to us about marketing the business. How, how did it grow? How, how, I think on your website, you have you say you have like 300,000 readers per month. Um, How did you build up to that? Yeah, originally we started by um, social media. So we used Pinterest and Instagram and Facebook to promote our blog posts and just interact and build an audience with. Um, we slowly moved away from social media. Um, and, and gone really heavy into the SEO. So creating content that ranks in Google, um, because that's how you kind of get, you know, you build your traffic slowly and it kind of takes off over time. Um, and you can just impact and see and reach a lot more people. So we're still on social media. We're still on Instagram and Facebook. We post some TikToks once in a while, but really we, uh, we have a system with our team where we're creating content that ranks in Google. And we kind of do the same thing with our YouTube channel. We, uh, we make content that is evergreen through search engine, but also, you know, really helpful um, with kind of just the more viral type of stuff. Interesting. Interesting. So when you, when you think about your, your approach to content, are you more at this point creating new content or updating old content or maybe a mix of both? Yeah. Great question. Uh, so we publish, we have uh, an editor, a freelance writer and an ops manager and, and then myself and, and my wife. Um, and we publish four articles a week, new articles, they're all geared around a, you know, ranking for a keyword. And then we also audit three articles a week. So uh, in total, we're working on like seven articles. So pretty much an article a day, we're either updating or creating a new. Interesting. And so, so now with your focus on SEO, I guess, how, how long has that focus been over the last two years? Um, so we've been, we've had the blog for five years now. So really, um, after that second year, Mark, we really focused on SEO. So three years now, um, and it's definitely a slow game. It takes a lot of time to, to learn search engine optimization, but it's a skill that if you can freelance it and make tons of money, um, doing SEO work for people as well. Um, but long-term, um, it's just that gradual steady growth that, you know, we want, um, versus social media where you have to put in a lot of work to get the, um, ROI back. Gotcha. 
So where where are we today? You want to you want to talk about your figures today and like what your day to day looks like? Sure. And then, uh, maybe, and then maybe also, I'm sorry to sorry to interrupt. And then maybe also like where what are your income sources uh, for the blog? Sure. Um, so yeah, we uh, we're still multiple six figure blog. Um, we're really trying to scale it to that seven figure a year, um, which is an ultimate goal. Um, and yeah, as far as our income streams, we make uh, a lot of our it's kind of broken up pretty evenly. Actually, we're pretty diversified through display ads. So anytime, you know, you're on our site, there's display ads on the side and in, in, in the text um, through affiliate marketing. So we make a lot of money promoting other products and services. And anytime someone converts, we get a commission from uh, sponsorships is a big portion of our income as well. We'll have companies come in and say, Hey, let's do a marketing campaign. We'll use your social media assets and, and a blog post or YouTube video. We'll pay you X amount of dollars, like a flat fee. And then the last one is we make digital products. Um, we have a budgeting binder, a debt payoff binder, meal plan binder, um, that just helps people organize their life a little bit. Um, and we sell those digital products through our, our Shopify store. Um, and yeah, my day-to-day is kind of managing the team and, and working with uh, brand partnerships and so negotiating contracts and increasing uh, just optimization and monetization of articles and whatnot. And then obviously YouTube, we we focus heavily on that as well. Very cool. So uh, my daytime gig, I'm in the public affairs space. So I'm just curious, what, what are those campaigns like? So they're they're using some of your assets and then they're promoting them on their on their channels? Uh, no, they kind of come to us and we have the audience that they're looking for. So uh, an example would be st- like the Steady app. It's a side hustle app that you can download and, and find, you know, gig economy or full-time jobs with. <laughs> and they came to us and said, hey, you know, you have an audience of millennials looking to increase their income and, and take control of their finances. I mean, it's perfect. Um, so let's put together a campaign and we kind of put together like an email uh, package with a blog post and um, I believe some social media uh, push. So we kind of put that as a package together and said, hey, this is our flat fee to do that. And um, and then kind of work from there on a long-term partnership. Very cool, man. So yeah. I just, you know, I, I like getting into the details because that way folks For can sure. take action. You know, if they decide they want to do their own blog or own YouTube channel or create create some kind of content, podcast, whatever yep. it is. So I appreciate you being upfront about that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So let's talk about, okay, Al, you, you talk about side hustles on, on the on, on the blog and everything. What is something maybe outside of blogging or content creation that folks can do um, in this time, you know, starting out as a side business? Do you have any tips there? Yeah. So we have a couple of videos on our on our YouTube channel on freelancing or online businesses or side hustles. But I think the fastest, most effective way to earn extra income in your spare time is to freelance. So take an inventory of the skills you have, whether that's graphics design, data entry, freelance writing, editing. Um, video editing, whatever it is um, that you have a skill in, you can kind of go on to places like Upwork or Fiverr and look for people looking to outsource work. So we, you know, we have uh, freelance writers that work for us. So you can kind of find clients and create content for their blog um, and, and, and write, and you can make, you know, a decent amount of money, $20 or up per hour. You can, I mean, there's jobs that pay $50 per hour on Upwork um, and you can kind of freelance your skills. And I love that way more than doing like gig economy where you're driving around DoorDash and whatnot, putting wear and tear on your car and paying for gas and you're making like 15 bucks an hour. So I'm all about online businesses. And I think freelancing is by far the fastest way to not only increase your income, but have potential to to quit your job as well. Absolutely. Plus with, um, you know, uh, 
platforms like Jasper and Surferio and things like that, you can actually get those done a lot faster. Yeah. And there's some AI tools. You mentioned the two that we use. They're, they're absolutely yeah. mind-blowing how uh, effective yeah. and fast you can write content. Yeah. I was just watching a training with with the, I guess they linked up recently uh, or earlier this year. I watched that training. I'm like, wow, that's that's pretty incredible. I mean, I'd love to be yeah. able to even do it in my own, my own uh, full-time job, <laughs> utilize right. tools like that. So yeah, absolutely. It's really cool. All right, so now it's time for the lightning round. So quick answers. First thing that comes to mind, like 20 seconds or less. Are you ready to go? Sure. Awesome. What is the most rewarding thing about being a business owner? Freedom of my time, being able to pick and choose what I do when I do it, um, and being able to focus on the things that matter most, family, finance, freedom. Absolutely. What about the most difficult thing about being a business owner? Uh, staying productive, um, not being, we, we work from home. So, uh, not being distracted, getting that, you know, chewing out that time in the morning where it's quiet in the house and, and getting good quality work in. So it's not all Netflix and or Netflix, Netflix and chill the whole, the whole day. No. It's no, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta have focus. You got that plan, right? Gotta have focus. Yep. Awesome. Name one way your business serves God's people. Yeah, so uh, we we take the income that we have from our business. Um, we intertwine our story within it, so we make sure that people that have never met God or, or taken that leap of faith um, can kind of meet Him. And we and we take the money that we make and, and pour it back into our church and in different areas around our our local uh, town. That's beautiful, brother. That 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 truly is the dream, right? I mean, being sure. able to give back in that way that that's awesome. All right, so. Not counting the savvy couple or any of your own resources, what is the best resource on starting a family-owned business? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I'd say YouTube is just, it's like college. Uh, it's like free college, honestly. There's so many different <laughs> videos that you can watch and, and search. And um, I think it's just taking that leap of faith and, and knowing that you want to continue to learn after college and uh, just kind of push yourself forward and always be progressing forward. So YouTube is just a plethora of free content. That is such great advice. Thank you for that. All right. Finally, give us a Christian quote or a Bible verse that you're meditating on lately. Um, I am, I, I use the, the Bible app quite a bit. Um, I've been slacking recently, I'll be honest. Um, but you know, one that I always kind of turn back to is, um, um, it's a good question. Take your time. Yeah. I don't know if there's one that's specific um, mm. that I'm I'm kind of meditating on. I, I think that I I kind of connect with God the most just being present in the morning um, and, and taking time to pray and, and just be with him and, and talk. So um, nothing specifically, but just taking, you know, that time that's quiet by myself without the family and uh, just thanking him every single day um, for giving us the life that we have now. Well, you know, as you're saying that, I'm thinking about the Samaritan woman that goes to that goes to Jesus, right? You know, going back to the well, going back to the to, to the um, the bread of life. You know, I mean, so you need that every morning to kind of get fulfilled and get filled up yourself, so that you can go and take that forth to everybody else. So I think Absolutely. that's that's a noble way to begin the day. I, I would say. Yeah. All right, man. So first of all, Callum, this has been awesome. I really appreciate it. But we do have. Uh, we do have to go, but before we do, tell us where we can connect with you and Brittany and check out the Savvy Couple. Sure. 
just thanks a bunch, David, for having me on. I appreciate it. Um, hope this message gets uh, sent out to the people that need to hear it. And uh, yeah, you can check us out, thesavvycouple.com. Um, we're also trying to grow our YouTube channel quite a bit. So we'd love for you to check out our videos over on YouTube. You can just type in The Savvy Couple and we'll show up. Awesome. Well, I'll make sure to link all that up in the show notes and on runthemoney.com. Kellen, this has been a pleasure, man. Thank you so much. May God grant you, your daughters, your wife, um, and all those you help many years. And uh, take care. We look forward to seeing big things from you, my friend. Thanks, David. Appreciate it. No problem. Take it easy. Thanks for listening to Family VC, presented by runthemoney.com. Make sure to head on over to runthemoney.com to check out the latest tips and tricks and hacks on personal finance, entrepreneurship, and your career. Until next time, God bless.